You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So we're into the end of the fourth chapter of Yoma, and we're in this quest, this, this game of Manishtana. Why is this day different from all other days? And the Mishnah seems to be very, very interested in establishing exactly what the differences are and what we can learn from them. And it's going to finish off the chapter in this vein before the beginning of the fifth chapter, going back to the timeline, going back to the ritual of Yom Kippur. So in the same style, we're going to ask, Bechol Yom, on all normal days, Konim Olim B'Mizrach Shel Kevesh V'Yordim Ravo. On all other days, on all normal days, on all other nights, if you like, the priest would go up on the east side of the ramp and come down on the west side. So there's this long ramp which is leading up to the altar. And there's all kinds of things which have to be carried up and down, all different parts of sacrificial animals. And they go up on the they go up on the east and come down on the west. They go up on the east and come down in the west because they don't want to crash into one another, right? The last thing you want are Kohanim crashing into each other on the ramp. And of course, there's a, m- a mound of stuff that has to be get, uh, taken up and down. We already said, even for an ordinary Tamid offering, we need, th- we need 12 priests to carry everything up and down. So they're going to go up in the east and come down on the west. And again, you get the sense that the temple is well-organized, it's well-engineered. They're processing this vast quantity of animals and they know how to do it without accidents or without interruption but vehayom on this day vehayom kohen gadol on this day the kohen gadol goes up in the middle and he comes down in the middle He's, it's just him performing the sacrifice and of course so we don't have this this um we don't have this race with multiple Kohanim, so he can walk up the middle and walk down the middle. And Rabbi Yudal is going to disagree. Rabbi Yudal, olam kohen gadol the high priest always goes up in the middle and comes down in the middle. It's very interesting, as if Rabbi Yudal is saying, no, 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 this is a special, this is not a special kavod for the day. This is a special kavod for the kohen gadol. On any day, he goes up and down in the middle. But the ordinary opinion of the Mishnah is that this no, this is not a personal thing. This is about the day itself. On this day, on this day, we do something differently. And the Mishnah continues. It's like poetry. There's a parallel case. On an ordinary day, the high priest sanctifies his hands from the kior, from the labor, from the washstand. This day, from a special golden ladle, special golden uh, kind of washing bucket. And Rabbi Yudah is going to say, Rabbi Yudah says that high priest always sanctifies his hands and feet from a golden label. And again, Rabbi Yudah is saying, oh, no, no, this is something to do with the Kohen Gadol personally. But the opinion in the Mishnah is that this is a special day, and we behave differently on this day. Similarly, B'chol Yom, you can see the poetry here in this. It's the, it's the poetry, it's the 
verbal repetition, this Mishnah has been designed to be repeated off by heart. The Stam, the Stam Mishnah, by the way, is normally Rabbi Meir. So I presume that the previous Mishnah is Rabbi Meir, but here we actually say Rabbi Meir. On other days, there were four wood piles there. Vehayom Chamesh. On this day, there were five. So why do we need four wood piles? Well, I think one is for the eternal flame. One is to keep the... Um, one is for burning the limbs that were left over. One's for the eternal flame. One is for the... Just to generate enough nice hot embers. Remember we said earlier that the Kohen Gadol is going to go right to the middle of the fire to get the nice hot embers for the incense. I think the, I think the last one actually is to get... Is a, I think the last one is a special one for... Um, the last one is a special one for the incense. But I'm, you know, I, let me check in Kahati and come back to you. There are four. On this day, there are going to be five. Because on this day, we're going to have a separate fire to generate the coals for the incense. So on this day, we're going to have five. According to Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yossi or Mebuchol Yom Shalosh. Rabbi Yossi says that we don't need a special fire to uh, burn the extra limbs, which are just left over burning. But we still have the extra one, behind Yom Arba. So Rabbi Yossi goes from three to four. Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says on other days too, Rabbi Yudah doesn't think that we need a special fire just to keep the eternal fire burning, because he thinks that the fire will always stay burning. And on this day, there are three. So we have slightly different opinions, but we agree somehow that this day is different. And there are Pusukim for all of these. And we can go back and track back through the Pusukim. But I, I don't want to take time to do that because I want to start the next chapter, which goes back to the timeline. Now we are going to actually put the incense in the Kodesh Kodeshim, in the Holy Holies. So they brought out the ladle and the pan. And remember that according to the Pharisees, the high priest is going to go into the Holy of Holies with the ladle and with the pan separately. The incense doesn't go in the pan until after he gets in there. So they give him the ladle and the pan. And he takes two handfuls and he puts it in the ladle. There's a pasuk. It's, it's a pasuk from the 16th chapter from from by Yikrites from Achorei Mouse, we brought it at the beginning of the source sheet. It says specifically, Meloch it, it, it's, it's, the, it's the fullness of the handfuls. And we assume, because the hands are written in the plural, it's two handfuls. So he takes, Meloch he takes the handfuls, and he puts it into the label. Maybe he has a, if he's a big Kohen Gadol, he's got big hands, he needs a big label. If he's a small Kohen Gadol and he's got small hands, he needs a small leg. Thus was its measure. Its measure was according to the size of the Kohen Gadol. So he's going to take the pan in his right hand and the ladle in his left hand. He needs to go 
He needs both of them to go into the Kodesh Kodeshim. Hayam al Hef Behechal, Ad Shemakil of Echtei, Haparoch, Ad Lev Echtei, Haparochot, Hamavdilot, Vein Kodesh, Uvein Kodesh Kodeshim, Uvein Ehem, Ama. So he's going to walk through the sanctuary till he comes to the place which is between the two curtains. And you remember we had this disagreement as to whether there's one curtain or two curtains. But it seems as though there are two curtains in front of the Kodesh Kodoshim. I suppose so that if one curtain is taken away or has an accident, the other one is still in place. So he's going to come to the place between the two curtains. Uvenehem Amma. Between the two curtains, there's one amas. That's about 18 inches. It's just about the width of a human being, actually, 18 inches. So he can walk. So, if, so he, he can walk, if you like, sideways between the two curtains. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Sham, And Rabbi Yossi says there's only one curtain, and he has a pasuk. He has a pasuk to back himself up. Kodesh, Uvein Kodesh, HaKodashim, and the verse there says, HaParochet, so it says, the curtain. So Rabbi Yossi says there's one curtain, and the Halacha doesn't go according to Rabbi Yossi. But we, re- we respect his opinion and we preserve it. HaChit Haita Prufa Minadarom. So the outer curtain was looped on the south, and what we mean by looped is, it was kind of loosely looped. So you could you could wriggle round the curtain on the south side. You could get round the curtain on the south side. So the outer one is is open, if you like, looped but open on the south side. They happen they happen in meat and the inner one on the north side. So what does he do? Malech He's going to walk between them. Ad He's going to come in at the south side. He's going to walk between the two curtains until he gets to the north side. He gets to the north side. He's going to turn south. He's going to walk down the curtain with the curtain on his left until he gets to the Aron Kodesh. So he's going to, if you like, approach the Aron Kodesh from right in front of it from the curtain, but he walks down the curtain with the curtain on his left until he's right in front of the Aron. He gets to the Aron. And he puts the, the, the fire pan between the two poles. And we've learned, you know, it's a famous halacha that the poles are always sitting there in the Aron Kodesh. The poles never leave the Aron. There's uh, there is a midrash that the poles actually stick out, stick out through the curtain a little bit. They look like two breasts sticking out. If that's the case, I don't know how. Maybe he's got to duck down a little bit to get between them. He's going to go down to the aron, and he's going to put the fire pan right between the two coals. Savar et a ktorit al gabei gehalim. He puts. The incense on top of the coals, then eat kulashan. And at that point, the whole of the house is filled with smoke. Then he comes out 
by the way that he went in. And in the outer house, he utters, this must be between the two curtains. I, I guess it must be between the two curtains. We'll see why in a minute. Just when he's on the outside, he utters a short prayer. Just on the outside space. He doesn't make it a long prayer. Because he doesn't want to frighten the people of Israel. This is the scary point. Is the Kohen Gadol going to come out alive? And we don't know. There's this idea that the, the rope is tied around his waist to drag him out if he doesn't come out. So he's not going to make it a long prayer because he doesn't want to frighten the people of Israel. This, you know, this is this is the danger point. This is the point where he might lose his life. But of course, this is also the point where the health and the lives of the whole of the people of Israel are assured as he goes into the Holy of Holies and puts the incense on top of the coals. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.